Hey guys, Christian here. And you still haven't gotten that home improvement job done yet? For that, I got two questions for you. One, what are you waiting for? And two, what's the biggest investment that regular people like you and me are going to make in their lifetime? Of course, it's going to be their home, right? It's a 30 year commitment. You're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and you always want to protect that investment, but you also want to enhance that investment and make it look as good as you possibly can in and out. And that is where my friend Chris Jackson comes in. I've been telling you about this guy for two years. He's the leader of his industry. Nobody is better in the Philadelphia area. You can trust me when I tell you that. And essentially, he's a one-stop shop because there's nothing Chris can't do. He'll do general and custom carpentry, custom design, custom built-in cabinetry, high-end custom-built tables and chairs, elegant staircases, high-end home bars, refinishing basements. There's nothing this guy can't do, and he does it better than everybody else. And he said something to me one time that made so much sense when you speak to quality. He said, if you want to get your kitchen redone for $7,000, I'm not the guy you want to call. And that really stood out to me when it comes to quality in his field, because he knows the game. He knows if somebody's going out there looking for the cheapest price possible, you're going to get some shady contractor who's going to use poor materials, he's going to have shoddy labor, and then you're going to call him back in two years when everything falls apart and get the same thing done again. Then two years later, get the same thing done again. Two years later, get the same thing done again. When you could have just called Chris the first time and got it done right the first time. When you call Chris Jackson, he is going to use the top quality materials with precision labor, and he's going to get it done right the first time. It's going to be built to last. It's going to be built with class. I told you before, this guy was never around in the summertime on the weekends because he was outside hustling, perfecting his craft. And now 20 years later, he's at the top of his industry and he's at the top of his industry for a reason. Like I told you before, go to his website, cjacksoncontractors.com. His Facebook and Instagram page are linked to that website and you can see all the work that he posts every day and every single day, this kid blows my mind. So what are you going to do when you need your next project done? You're going to call my buddy, Chris. Action Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors, the Cadillac of Contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com. Call Chris today. Tell him I sent you. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, February 5th, 2023. The Cure bringing us in. Now, now this intro went a little bit longer than I normally do. You guys know I like to let a song breathe. And it's usually about 30, 35 seconds when I come in, but this was more like 45, 50 seconds. But I had to play the whole thing. It's like one of the best intros ever. It's one of the best hooks ever. God bless The Cure. But I will say this. Anybody seen Robert Smith lately? <laughs> Time has not been good to uh, poor Robert. He looks like he got hit with the rearview mirror of the what the fuck truck. <laughs> poor Robert. Poor Robert. 
Good to be back with you guys, as always. And I got to tell you, from like I didn't do a segment yesterday like I normally do. I'll knock out 20 minutes on Saturday, but I didn't do that this week. And this episode was supposed to take a completely different structure than it's actually going to today. And I'm going to tell you about that in just a little bit. But I do have to get started with this. You guys know, it's no secret, you know, I'm a huge sports fan. I'm a diehard Philly sports fan. Well, except for the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers and fuck hockey. It's not even a major sport in my in my opinion. But, you know, Philly Sixers Eagles, right? Love them. And, you know, obviously the, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. And I, I normally don't talk about sports on this show. But, if you know, if a Philly team gets to, you know, the championship, I'm going to talk about it. Because, quite frankly, people who aren't sports fans at all, all of a sudden are diehard Eagles fans when they're in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to talk about this anyway. First, I'm going to talk about the game. And then I'm going to talk about, like, the extracurricular clown show that is attached to it. Okay? Now first thing and and this is this has been pissing me off more and more every single week okay oh the eagles haven't played anybody man you're a fraud team you fucking eagles they haven't played anybody oh that's right i, I forgot <laughs> every year the eagles go to roger goodell and they say like here's who we want to play this year we want to play the detroit lions we want to play the houston Texans. P- pretty much people who aren't going to win more than five games we want to play them plus you know i know we have to play our division so we'll do that <laughs> You know, they played who they put in front of them. They have no control over that, and they have no control over that in the playoffs. Okay, now have they played anybody? Well, I think they did on Sunday. They just didn't have the quarterback. You know, and that's the thing. Like they beat the Niners, and it's like, oh, that was such a fraud, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, last time I checked, the San Francisco 49ers have the number one defense in football, and it is a suffocating defense at that. And Jalen Hurts hung 31 points on him. I don't. I don't want to fucking hear it. Okay, and and here's the thing: the Niners started out three and four, and then they won twelve games in a row. Okay, they're nobody, and they did it with a third string quarterback because Trey Lance got hurt, Jimmy G got hurt, and now you got I want to Brock and roll all night and Purdy every day. He comes in, you know, for six seven games, he's undefeated. So like, I don't want to hear it. You know? Yeah, but we lost our quarterback, man. It wasn't fair. Oh, it wasn't fair. It wasn't like you lost your quarterback, like, oh, shit, where did Brock get off to? Where did he go to the bathroom? Where's he at? No, we knocked him out of the game. That's part of the fucking game. Hassan Reddick is a fucking crazy person, by the way. (laughs) He is a maniac. I love that fucking guy. He actually knocked both quarterbacks out. And here was the funny part about it. Like, first, he, he gets Brock Purdy when he's, like, winding up to throw, and he hits him right on his arm, and he tears his UCL. You know what? I'm about to say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. So now he can't grip the football. He can't throw the football. He's worthless. Okay. (laughs) They get him out there. They run this Josh Johnson out there. Or Josh Jackson. I I forget which one it is. And I quite frankly, I don't give a shit. But he, he comes out there and he stunk the fucking joint up. Right. And then like maybe a quarter into him playing, Hassan Reddick knocked him the fuck out too. Gave him a concussion. And sent him on his way. So now they have no quarterbacks. Now, now Christian McCaffrey was their emergency quarterback, but he's not going to run the offense. I mean, let's be honest, you know. So, <laughs> so, so Kyle Shanahan goes back over to Brock Purdy. He's like, "Yeah, Brock, listen, man. I I know you tore a ligament in your elbow and you can't even hold the football or throw it, but I need you to go in there and hand it off thirty eight times." <laughs> 
So they brought him back in. Injuries are a part of the game, okay? And that's just the way it is. I don't want to hear you piss and moan about that. You had the number one defense. We hung 31 points on there. Go fuck yourself. You know? Because there's 53 men on an NFL roster. One person does not a championship team make, let alone a third-string quarterback. All right, your team was so good, you won 12 games in a row, and, and seven of them were with a third-string quarterback. So I don't want to hear they haven't played anybody, okay? I just don't want to fucking hear it. Anyway, now on to the fun shit. <laughs> There's so many things. Now, this is more for Eagles, of course, than it is for any other Philly team. But when a Philly team gets to a championship, it's just the, the, the hoopla that is attached and associated with it. It's just, I don't, I don't understand why we do this, Okay. Now, you know, I I lived the last time I lived in Philly, it was like 2010. I, I lived at Cotman and Rowland, and that's about four blocks down from Cotman and Frankfurt. All right, why why do we go there? Like <laughs> seriously, it's like you're all drunked up, you know, for like from the fucking game, and it's like, all right, we're gonna go to Frankfurt and Cotman, and then they walk down the street to Frankfurt and Cotman, and then now what? Uh, we're just gonna stand here and chant let me just tell you something okay I, i'm a diehard philly philly eagles and sixers fan but I'll, I'll tell you this with great confidence okay you will not find any footage of me doing this you will not get any audio footage of me doing this because quite frankly i never did it and i never will okay the eagles chant you will you will never hear me do that ever i know how to spell it i don't need to let people know that i know how to spell it 673 times a game it's it's ridiculous and that fucking fight song like you'll never catch me going along with that nonsense either it's just it's now from what i understand i've never been to an eagles game at the link i've only, as a matter of fact i've only been to one eagles game my entire life and that was well covered two weeks ago on this show okay it was a veteran stadium now from what i understand okay they basically play that song on a loop and they do the chant pretty much on a loop for the entire game when you're there like oh god i can't stand it you know i just i can't stand it and the funny thing is it's like you know you can tell like how drunk the people are just by the because there's always going to be that one person that starts the fucking chant off the guy goes and then everybody does it like idiots right but you know if it's a one o'clock game you know they look like you know 12 45 they're getting ready for the game one guy will go e by halftime when they're when they're lubed up eee! and then by 4 30 when the game's over and they're fucking shellacked eee! <laughs> fucking drunkards because i listen i understand i understand that we're labeled as a drunk city i i, I get it <laughs> you know but i mean like you don't really you don't really do yourself any favors by the way you behave <laughs> And what else? What else can I stand? Oh, now I haven't watched this since they won the Super Bowl last time. Okay. That NBC Sportsnet Philadelphia, the post-game show. Now, the the only reason I ever watched that show to begin with, because I wanted to hear what Ray Dinger had to say. As soon as Ray Dinger made his statement on the game, I would I would flip to the 4 o'clock game or whatever, you know, whatever else was on. Because that Michael Barkan is a fucking buffoon. He's a fucking dope. And I, I, I hate how he gets all animated like a fucking Muppet, like he's a diehard Philly fan. Like, you're from Connecticut there, guy. 
Calm your shit down. We, I remember you when you used to do U.S. Open tennis. You fucking dope. with my blue glasses. Shut the fuck up, man. Like, and <laughs> here's the thing. This is the thing that he does that like really, really freezes my ass. Like they'll have a camera like they have to film what's going on everywhere at every moment and i never understood it they get so they they film the tunnel and and they're coming off the field and going into the locker room right and it's so funny because if they win the game all right like jalen hurts will come walking around and go, oh there he is jalen hurts what a great game he had such a good kid he's such a great quarterback for the state right and then the next week, if they lose, you know, you'll see you'll see Darius Slay come around the corner. Darius Slay, where were you? Where were you? This whole like, dude, he's a fucking clown. The dude is a fucking clown. I, just, I, I I don't understand. Then they have to go on like remote locations. They have to have cameras at remote locations to to, to let you know what everybody's doing. What's going on in Xfinity Live? Let's go live in Xfinity Live. Let's get the cameras down there. And what do you say? You see the same people that they just filmed the Frankfurt and Cotman all all packed in like sardines, doing the Eagles chant, singing the fucking song. <laughs> Let's go chicken and peach in South Philadelphia. What's going on over there? <laughs> try the decaf, Mike, okay? Just try the fucking decaf and, and relax. Jesus fucking Christ. I was watching this one video, though. Somebody somebody posted a video on Facebook of Frankfurt and Cotman, and I, I I was disappointed that this guy didn't, you know, fall off and break some ribs. But he was at Frankfurt and Cotman, and he was about to climb a pole. Now, this guy was, like, hyping himself up. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. He was hyping himself up, like, to get psyched up to, to climb the pole as if he was, like, an MMA fighter about to go into the cage. And I'm like, with that intro, I hope this guy does a face plant. I, I really do, right? So he goes to climb up the pole. Now, you got to bear in mind, this guy, was he was a portly fella, all right? And let's see. You ever see, the, you ever see the guys that, like, they got jeans on, but, like, their gut just basically hangs right over the belt line? He was, he, he was one of those guys. And he goes to climb up the fucking pole, right? And he gets midway up, and now he's got one of those no-turn-on-red signs that's, like, you know, strapped to the fucking pole. And he went and put his foot on top of it, and this thing fucking buckled. Because those things are flimsy as hell. They're not, you know, they're not going to hold King Kong Bundy. I mean, Jesus Christ, right? So he puts his foot on that thing. That fucking sign was struggling. I'm like, this dude's going to faceplant, man. I'm going to be right here for it. And it never happened. He ended up, you know, putting his foot long ways, and he got his foot, like, onto something else. So he he didn't do it. But I'm like, why did you even show that? Like, I don't care about somebody climbing a goddamn pole. All right, next thing. What's what's this 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 new fucking phrase? It's a Philly thing. What what's that? I, I don't understand it. I, you know, like can't we just like let's let's take the attention off of us? Like I like it when we're like the Joe Pesci of of major metropolitan cities. Like we're the little guy that'll beat the shit out of you. Like let's keep it that way. All right, let's not let's not you know let's not bounce it up. It's a Philly thing. And finally, Levittown. I'm allowed to go after Levittown. I did a four-year sentence there. I'm allowed to go after them. Okay. Now, when did you become part of Philadelphia? 
like like geographically when did you like like when are you philadelphia now when when did that happen now you want to be fans of philly you know sports teams fine i love it I, i love the fact that you are in fact you know i haven't talked to these people in over a decade but like my mom's husband okay he uh he was a diehard man he was a diehard like everything philly fan and, and that's great that's fine but what what's this now like they, they the eagles get to the super bowl and you go to five points like they go to frankfurt and cotman it's not the last time i checked it, it's not the levittown eagles it's it's the philadelphia eagles okay you want to go do that shit go to frankfurt and cotman and they got this bar called uh bailey's up there it's pretty much like their chicken and pizza you know, and they had a sponsored ad on Facebook the other day, and I saw it said Super Bowl specials like cheesesteak this and wings that and blah, 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 blah. And at the bottom, it said water ice. W-O-O-D-E-R. Like, you're not... Stop. Just be what you are. You know you know what I'm saying? Be who you are. But this whole thing, these people get to, like, Street Road and Ben Salem, and they think they're in Philly. <laughs> But go birds! I hope they get one. I'd love that. I'd love to see them get another one because you know I waited. You know how how it was five years ago. I waited thirty nine years, you know, to get it to get a Super Bowl and to get one in another five years. It'd be good to get this one, you know. But anyway, now I'm going to get into why this this episode is completely different than what I had mapped out yesterday. Okay, if you remember me telling you, and there's one. As a matter of fact, the last time I played the Cure, if you want to go back and listen to it and give me your opinion, I, I'll you know just let me know that episode in particular and that episode moving up all the way to last week my voice has sounded different because of this interface that i had meaning like it was really distorted go back i think it was like the 70 maybe it was like the 70 i don't know i I forget it might have been the first episode of season three i don't know but my voice was seriously distorted and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, do I got to get a new microphone? Like, what do I got to do? And then I got a new microphone and that wasn't the problem. Now I was able to like position myself away from like the side address. This is like a side address microphone. Like you don't talk into the top of it. And I was able to like adjust myself to like, to kind of make it like what's what you guys are used to every single week. And then I'm like, is there, is there a possibility? And I asked my buddy Tony about this. I said, is there a possibility that you know, I blew, I blew a channel or I blew like the channel just to begin with. And he's like, it, it, it can happen. You know, I'm like, fuck, now, you know, now I got to go buy like a new one of these, these things here, you know, and, and I know I was going to be doing it with my buddy, Tony, he was going to teach me with like a USB interface so I can like shave a lot of time off. We just haven't gotten around to doing that yet. But I, I turned on the microphone today and it was just bad. Like it was clipping like really bad. And then you know, my voice was extremely fucking distorted. So I was like, dude, I can't, I can't put out an episode like this. I'm just, you know, I can't do it. So I have these gift cards, like burning a hole in my pocket. You know, I had like, I don't know, I think it was like 200 bucks. And then the thing costs like 279. So I call up Sam Ash. I'm like, you got this model, this thing. And the guy's like, yeah, now this was the guy. If you remember, he was the guy that like, that told me I had like that uh, SD card problem. The guy that had the cat hair all over him. He had blonde hair on the top and he was a weirdo right and i call up sam ash i'm like who who do i need to talk to about this and the guy like they put me over to the audio thing and it was that guy because i remembered his name his name was gerard and i'm like who calls themselves gerard like like jerry (laughs) you know so i'm like hey man i'm like you were the guy that saved me money last time like i just gotta ask you something you have this model in stock and he's like he's like yeah hang on for a second now this guy is very aloof and and i'll get into that in a second 
right? And he goes, he goes over and it's like, oh, puts me on hold, walks over to find out how much it was, and he comes back. He's like, it's two seventy nine. Or no, no, he said we do have it in stock. I said, all right, how much is it? You would have thought that when he was over there the first time, he would have just looked at the price. Oh yeah, hold on for a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right? I was like, all right, I'll, I'll be in and I'll be in in twenty minutes. Now he says to me, he goes, well, what's going on? I'm like, and I told him what was going on. I said. You know, like my voice is distorted and, you know, I, I keep it at the same volume level every single week. And now all of a sudden it's different. He goes, well, do me a favor. He goes, just bring yours in and, and I'll take a look at it and, and, you know, and see, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. I'm like, this guy is the worst fucking salesman on planet Earth because you're supposed to be selling when you're in there. Like if you work in a music store, as soon as somebody comes in, you got to try and sell them something because like that's where your money comes from, you know. And this dude, like the first time, I was ready to buy another one. If you guys remember, when I was having that one issue, it took me like you know fourteen hours to do this one episode. I was ready to just drop three hundred bucks. I don't care. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. And he did fix the problem for me. God bless him. But I, I, I have to say, I'm like, this thing has to be blown because this, this just started happening out of nowhere. You know, and he's like, all right, we'll bring it in. I'm like, okay, I'll bring it in. Like that, you're not being paid to fix my shit that I didn't buy there. <laughs> How does he still have a job? But anyway, I walk in, and it was it was one of those things where it was like I wanted to do 20 minutes yesterday, but I couldn't because so much time had elapsed because this guy basically just wants to show off and, and, and tell you what he knows. I'm like, all right, come on, Jer. Let, let's, let's go through the whole song and dance. You know, I walk in there, and I give him the shit. I pull, now, I, I brought my headphones. I brought the power cord. I brought my microphone. I brought everything. I'm like, you know, so we can do this, right? And he's he's just going through the thing like I I've never worked on this thing before like I haven't put you know three hundred hours of work into this yet you know so he, <laughs> so he's like all right you, you know what before you plug that microphone in can I just can I just test it and make sure it's not the microphone I'm like oh the microphone that I just bought three weeks ago you know, that, that's been working but it's just he's I I just want to okay so we walk over to like their house PA. And he just, you could tell he just wanted to play with shit and like, look, look what I know. I'm like, I, I, I'm not interested in, in your talent and, and what you know. I'm interested in, I got listeners. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm interested in. And I don't want to put out a shitty product. So can we like accelerate this a little bit? Now he's playing with the fucking thing. And he's going, check, 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 check. And the fucking microphone. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know? And then if nothing's coming through, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, uh, hey guy, did you uh, did you turn the phantom power on? And he's like, oh, oh, that's all. Thanks, man. If I like, totally forgot. <laughs> all right, so he turns it on, and now now it's coming through. He's like, wow, this is a fucking hot microphone. I'm like, I I know, I know it is, you know. And he's like, oh, that's probably your problem then. Uh, you know, it's, there's too much drive in the microphone. I'm like, dude, I did eighty fucking episodes, and I never had this problem. And then a couple weeks ago, it started. You're not going to tell me it's a fucking microphone, okay? So now he's like, all right, well, let's get back over to your to your interface and we'll plug this in. He starts doing all – then he takes the microphone apart and he's like, see, yeah, sometimes they have a little switch inside and sometimes like that gets bumped and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. He just wanted to take the fucking microphone off and show off. I'm like, dude, this isn't what you're even being paid to do, you know? I, I thought when you said you're going to take a look at it, like you were going to take the fucking model apart and, and see if there's anything in there, but he didn't do that. So now he's like, oh, you know, you mind if I go grab one of our microphones and then we could test that? I'm like, I'm like, listen, guy, this whole fucking check this wire, check that wire, check this mic, check that mic has nothing to do with the problem that I'm having. 
All right. The, the, the question is, can the channel be blown? And if so, I'd like to purchase a new one. I, and I appreciate you trying to save me money. But all these little troubleshooting things you're doing, you don't think I did that? I think you might have underestimated my knowledge of this goddamn thing. I'm not a rookie on this fucking thing. I've had it for 12 years, you know? So he's just trying to do, like, show-off thing after show-off thing after show-off thing. I'm like, listen, guy, listen, here's here's how it's going to go. Can I buy one of those, right? And if, it, and if I'm getting the same problem, I could just return it. And he goes, oh, I'll have to find that out for you. Okay, I'll, okay. So he goes over, finds out, he comes back. He's like, yeah, as long as everything is exactly the way that you brought it in, you know, like the the packaging, the manual, everything's got to be in there. I'm like, yeah, because, yeah, I would take three or four things out before I retire. So I'm like, all right, then that's that's the bet. You know, I'll, I'll buy one. If I come home, if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, you know. And it was just, it was so funny. And then as he's ringing me up, he starts, he's like, see, that's, I'd just like to, you know, see if I can fix it for you first. You know, be like, I'm just trying to sell you something. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, you're a unicorn in, in that regard in a music store because they're hounds, you know? And I said, quite frankly, I didn't say this, but I'm like, quite frankly, you might not have a job very much longer if that's your attitude. You know, <laughs> you want to be a technician, go be a technician. You're not a salesman, you know? And so anyway. You know, so I I did thank him because I'm like, yeah, that, that card advice you gave me before, you know, you saved me a trip that time and I, I was able to, you know, find out what the problem was and stuff like that. He's like, see, it's like, I don't try to sell people. Like, they'll remember me. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, Pico's not going to say, oh, people remember you because you help them instead of selling something. All right, you don't have to pay an electric bill. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But, you know, all that being said, I am now back to my, my regular voice projecting through like velvet and peanut butter <laughs> now i i will say this i'm up against a break and i will say this you guys are going to probably i can't guarantee anything because i don't know how it's going to shake out but if it goes the way that i think it's going to go you guys are going to get some serious bonus time today because i got this bit on the other side that i was actually supposed to do first before this whole fiasco happened yesterday and i figured i had to share it with you guys <laughs> <laughs> but this has to do with the day that I had this past Thursday, and it's just, it's a doozy. It's just a fucking doozy. And of course, that's fucked up and get off my lawn. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the C Rod Podcast. Don't go away. Hey guys, Christian here, and I'm about to hit you with a threefer for this one. Alright, I'm going to ask you three questions. One, do you love craft beer? Two, do you love great barbecue? And three, do you love live music? Then man, do I have the spot for you. Crooked Eye Brewery, right in the heart of Hatboro, run by my friend Matt's family, the Mulherons. They're a great family. Okay, and you guys know, I'm an IPA guy. I love craft beer. And when I tell you their flagship IPA, the Crooked Eye IPA, is delicious, I mean it. And they have all kinds of other beers too. Blondales, Hazy L, Session IPAs, Stouts, Porters, all that stuff. They got it and they brew it right in-house. And it is delicious. They have live music almost every single night of the week. They have a house band, the Crooked Eye House Band. And then the main event. On Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, my buddy Matt, Salty Vets Barbecue, serves their food 
right out of the brewery. And I've had him on this show before, as you guys know. We went a little behind the scenes. It's all how he did things. And I'm telling you right now, people always say, oh, there's no good barbecue around here. There's no good barbecue around here. Yeah, well, now there is. Right in the heart of Montgomery County. Right off of York Road in Hatboro. Right next to Silvio's Deli. Crooked Eye Brewery. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can get their delicious barbecue. Unbelievable ribs. Unbelievable pulled chicken. Great sides. Pulled pork. The whole nine. And he's always adding menu items to his menu. This is a great family. This is a great brewery with great beer, great live music, and great food. Check out Crooked Eye Brewery in Hatboro. Tell my sense. Rob podcast. Fucking Phil Collins, man. This is actually Genesis, but you get the idea. Phil Collins is the fucking man. You know what, though? The funny thing is, Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel, they're both just gems. And they were, could you imagine if Peter Gabriel would have stayed in Genesis, the, the gems they would have came out with? But we actually got lucky because we got two separate solo careers that were fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though if you don't I gotta believe like if you don't like Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel or at least one of the two there's a pretty strong chance you might be a communist <laughs> well I, I, I should retract that statement only because we have so many people who want communism here anyway but you know either way it's bad I do new animals just saying <laughs> if you don't like either one of them before i get started on this doozy of a story i'm about to tell you guys I just had to say right before this is five minutes ago you know right before i loaded this up <laughs> i get a i get a messenger message on facebook from one of my friends that's a listener and she said she's like for some reason th- this keeps on popping up in my news feed lately <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it was an article about misophonia and I, I thought that was funny. I, I actually fired back to her. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, Facebook knows that you listen to a podcast that mentions misophonia. <laughs> Deep Facebook is what we're going to call it. But I, I got a kick out of that. I thought that was funny. And that's the thing that I love. Like, again, you guys know, I, I'm. it's no secret that I love communicating with you guys. I, t- I say it all the time. But the thing that I think is really funny is when you guys like hit me with my own material. I, I think that's hilarious because it just tells me what you like. In fact, I got a I got a message from my friend Chuck. I think it was like right after the Chiefs won and we knew the Eagles were going to be playing the Chiefs. And he sent me a meme. <laughs> it was a meme of Andy Reid and the text read, Whopper, 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 Whopper. <laughs> it's like the Burger King thing I made fun of a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I was fucking cracking up. And he was like, see, that's, that's actually a useful jingle for something. <laughs> well, buckle in, Chuck, because you're actually a part of this next story. In an inadvertent way, I should say. But, okay. So I want to tell you guys about the day that I had on fucking Thursday, Okay. And before I get started, it was on Groundhog Day, and I just have to go down a quick rabbit hole here about Groundhog Day. What What's the fucking point 
what's the point of Groundhog Day, really? I mean, it's not a holiday. It's just a day that's named Groundhog Day. And that fucking, that Groundhog's got nothing to do with winter or spring or six more weeks or this or that. Spring is March 21st, okay? Act accordingly. You don't got to bother this fucking guy. Now, here's the thing, all right? I, I actually have a soft spot for Punxsutawney Phil. All right? Poor guy. Now, Augusta Groundhog, as you guys know, I want to just fucking channel my inner John Telchik and punt him fucking 75 yards. As he plummets to his certain death. But, yeah, poor, poor Phil, right? Now, first of all, why do you got to do it at like 4.30 in the morning when it's like pitch black outside and you got to set up a spotlight? Can't you just do it at noon? You know, let Phil sleep in a little bit? right the sun's gonna be out he'll see a shadow or if he's like he don't even what does he do does he physically tell you like hey i saw it this year i saw guys note this i saw my shadow it's the dumbest fucking thing and the funny thing is is like other states are starting to adopt this as well it ain't just pennsylvania who is what's the mayor who was the mayor in new york that didn't shower for his first whole term oh what the fuck was his name the guy the guy that was like eating cheeseburgers and french fries and shakes oh bill de blasio that fucking guy. So he had they had their own punks of Tony Phil. I forget what they named him. It might have been like Jose or something. I have no idea. But either way, he pulled the thing out of the goddamn hole and like held it up so everybody can see it. He dropped the fucking thing. It broke its neck. Dead. What? <laughs> so there's, it's a dangerous, you know, event to boot. Now, they do it. Like I said, it's pitch black. Poor fucking Phil, okay? I'm pretty confident that he doesn't have a calendar or a cell phone or anything. He has no idea when this is coming. He just knows that one random morning when it's cold as fuck outside, it's not even going to be light out yet, and some human is going to reach into this fucking hole and grab me. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Shit, I might not even be awake. And then you're going to hold me in front of a bunch of fucking people in front of a spotlight when I haven't put my face on yet. That's, that's downright intrusion, No. Leave a guy alone. It's got nothing to do. It's got nothing to do with how much more winter we're going to have. Okay? And really, have we even had a winter? It's been spring all winter, pretty much. With the exception of a few days where it got really cold. Like like yesterday and Friday, was it was really cold. It was the highs were in the 20s. But the real feel was like, you know, 11. Okay? But for the most part, like this week, for example, it's going to be 55 all week. And it's February. Why do I need a goddamn, why do I got to bother a groundhog when I could just walk outside and see what the hell is going on weather-wise? So I propose this. Since Punxsutawney Phil has gone through this, you know, intrusion for the last however many fucking years, all right, let's do a little trading places, okay? Now now Gus can go be the groundhog and Punxsutawney Phil could be the one keep on scratching and, and have human friends and walk around in a, in a fucking scarf. And just play the lottery for his whole goddamn life. Let's let's do that. I'm Team Punks with Tony Phil. Fuck that Gus. You guys know how I feel about that. <laughs> Keep on scratching. Dick bag. Anyway, so that it was Groundhog Day. It was Thursday, and I woke up and I told you guys this before that I'm very intuitive. You know, when it comes to my gut, you know, my gut is undefeated. And I woke up and I'm sitting up in bed and something was just off. 
something was off. I don't know what it was. I can't put my finger on that feeling, but I got it. And I said, today's going to be a bad day for whatever reason. I don't know what, I don't know if people are going to be pissed off at me or, or what, you know, cause like I told you, usually I have somebody pissed off at me, whether it be a fucking rep or a client or whatever. So I get out of bed, I go to the bathroom and right. And this was, this was the indicator because I was immediately in a bad mood once I got that feeling. And I always wondered this. Why is it that I only get like my pocket caught on the doorknob when I'm in a pissy mood? Like it never, it never happens when I'm just like happy and just frolicking down the hallway. Never happens then. It always happens when I'm like irritated or pissed off, right? So I go into the the bathroom and my pocket gets caught on the doorknob, right? Now I'm on my way out. This is true story. I'm on my way out of the bathroom and my pocket got caught on the doorknob again. And then when I got that off, it got caught on the, the other one got caught in the door latch. I'm like, all right, 45 seconds into the day that I knew was going to be bad. And I'm, I'm already batting a thousand. All right. So I go and log in. Now I, I go and check my email and I had two nasty emails, one from a sales rep, one from a client. Surprise, surprise. I already knew it was going to happen. So now I'm even deeper set in a bad mood and I'm about an hour into my day. And then I get, I get a message from my manager on teams. It says, good morning. I went, here we fucking go. What do I do now? Who, who hates me now? What, what, what's going on? And I was like, what's up? And he's like, well, that about does it. I went, what the fuck does that mean? You know? So I came back, I fired a question mark back at him. Right. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? And he goes, well, I'm about to send you an email and just don't let it ruin your day like it just ruined mine. And I went, there it is. There's the other shoe that's going to drop. I'm like, who, like, I'm like who, who? I said, who hates me now? And he's like, no, let's just say it's 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 involving a QA score, which is a quality assurance, as I told you before. Which I automatically, before he even sent it to me, I knew who graded it because I've, I've talked about that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> her nickname in the office... <laughs> We used to call her Sloptimus Prime. <laughs> no, but she's a miserable fucking basket case. I told you about this bitch. All right. And and she used to scream cry at her desk four days a week. And usually two of them were, were because of shit QA scores that she got because she was terrible at her job. And then she, you know, she hopped the fence so she could be that person like doing that to us. We didn't do anything to you. Don't be mad at us. You joined a department that fucked with you. We have nothing to do with it. Why are you taking it out on us? And it's costing me fucking money. I'll get into that in a second. Okay. So I'm like, all right, great. You know, so about five minutes goes by. I got nothing in my inbox. I said, I'm like, are you going to send this? You know, the fucking suspense is killing me now, you know? And he goes, all right. Yeah, I, I just sent it. Right. So I look at it now. Typically the way that it's structured out is it'll say like the day of the call, the length of the call, who it was with, you know, and then, and then the, you know, the questioning starts like did Christian do this. Yes, he did. Did Christian do that? No, he didn't. And then all the way at the bottom is the score. I could I couldn't give two shits about what this fucking bitch says. As I as I told you before, you know, like everybody in my department, we've all been doing this for years, for years, you know. And our department average score before this bitch got on was like ninety seven and a half. And and back and and back then it was like a bad score was like a ninety four, or ninety three. It was a bad score, you know. <sighs> 
and I told you, like, you know, she she just looks for shit. When I told you about the people who speak Turkish, I was supposed to fucking Google how many people in the country speak Turkish. You know, I had a fucking McDonald's one time. There, there was this, you know, lady who owned like six of them, and she was looking for employees, so she did some marketing, and she took points off for me not asking if there's an apostrophe between D and S in McDonald's. Do you know how fucking dumb I would sound if I said that? Hey, you know, I just gotta have to ask you this. Um, you know, even though I pass fifteen McDonald's a fucking week, and and I've been seeing it for the last forty four years, and I'm aware that it's got an apostrophe in D and S, I just want to know, in your six stores, like in your logo, do you have an apostrophe between D and S? Do you know how dumb I would sound if I fucking asked that? She's just nitpicking for shit because she's she's having one of her basket case meltdowns, and I needed to take it out on somebody else, and she does it on the, to the entire department, right? So I scroll all the way fucking down to look at the score. All right. 75 and i didn't even read her comments i'm not even going to bother anymore because she's just she's just nitpicking she's out for blood so that's the so for the last four quarters because of those scores she's fucking with my money she's cost me now i had three quarters full and then one prorated because that's when i started started like this month last year so i i had prorated the first time so she's cost me about 2500 bucks last year all right now the thing was i went like wait a minute i'm like now let me just see the call let me see who it was with so i can remember the call okay and i scroll back up and i see the client that like the the name of the business and i'm like wait a minute so here's the thing after that call it was last week okay after that call the sales rep who has been here for like a decade okay he emailed my manager and copied me on it and said it, in all of my time here, that was the that was the best consultation I've ever had. Like that was that he's like he's he's smart. He's you know he's um, he's very personable. He's very professional. He offers recommendations. Like that was the greatest experience I ever had. And I'm going to nominate him for the award that I just won for the second time that nobody's ever won twice. So now I'm in the running. I can actually win it for a third time because of that call. And like I said, a bad call might be a 94, 75. You're nitpicking at this point to just fuck with people's money. All right. And that basically just set me off for the rest of the fucking day. And then I got more nasty emails as, as time went on. And, and it was just it was just the worst day. And the thing was, I talked to like a couple of my friends like at work and were like, dude, what is up with today? Like every like, I'm getting, you know, fire after fire after fire I need to put out. I'm like, me too, dude. I'm, I'm like, I just lost 700 bucks again from this fucking cunt. So I reply to this and I say, I want her address. I want her physical address. All right, because here's the thing. You know, obviously you're not going to pay me the $25 that you took from me. So I, I got to take it from you. I want you to come out one morning to four fucking slash tires, a broken windshield, and, and your paint scratched up all over your fucking car. That's about 2500 bucks in repairs we're square now i know that you guys i know that you guys probably think I, like i'm I'm like joking <laughs> i'm not all right now i want I'll, I'll tell you a little story about when i when this has happened to me before and how i retaliated this had to be 1996 1997 and i will i will mention him by name like 
I have I have a listener out there, Chuck. You can vouch for this, and I, and I can bring your name up in this because the statute of limitations has well <laughs> expired because it was like twenty five years ago. But my friend Chuck was the wheel man in this caper. Okay, so I had my I had my my friend Lou. I've told you guys about that. I stopped talking to him, and I, this is the reason I'm about to tell you why I stopped talking to him. I didn't talk to him for twenty years, and then he started to work with my ex-girlfriend's sister and then somehow my name came oh oh as a matter of fact i did uh, at 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 her, at her wedding i i i did the humpty dance like with the microphone and shit cuz i can sound just like that dude and they were like hanging out and they were watching the wedding video and he was like is that fucking is that chris holy how the fuck do you know him and it was this whole thing and then we started hanging out like around 2015 somewhere around there it was great you know like we, we put all of our differences aside and blah 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 and then like two years later he decided that he wanted to become a white supremacist and i had to kick him out of my life so either way so he and i got a job together and then we got an apartment together in bristol and you know we're living there for like you know i don't know two months or so and he was he was dating flower girl the one that I took to my prom, I told you guys about the other week. They were dating. And that was just weird, you know, because it was like, you know, I never had any interest in her. And it's like now all of a sudden, like I'm living with this guy and now you want to do like, like, were you trying to get me jealous or something like that? I just thought it was the whole thing was fucking weird. And it turned out that like she was pretty much moved in. Like, I get it. You got a girlfriend, like they're going to hang out at the apartment, you know, a couple nights a week or whatever. But she had like her makeup in the bathroom. You know, she had her own fucking section in it, like all of her little shit. I'm like, okay, are we divvying this rent up three ways now? Because she's here every fucking day and which we didn't do, you know, I'm like, that's fucked up, man. That's just fucked up, you know? So I started spending time, a lot more time in Philly, you know, with my friends, I would try to be away from them as much as I possibly could. I just tried to like sleep there pretty much. And I, you know, I came home one day and they were on the couch, you know, giggling like fucking schoolgirls, And I'm like it's so fucking funny you know and he's like oh Mel, yeah, there's a there's a note on your bedroom door i went okay i go to walk on the i go to walk to my bedroom and i look at the door and there's an eviction notice and like i got to meet with like the office manager like the next day and i went back i'm like what the fuck is this you know and they they just like they basically could they didn't really even acknowledge it they're like i don't know i, I have no idea Right, so I go and I'm like, "What could this possibly be for? I'm ne- I'm never here. I didn't do anything, you know." So, but the thing was, I was like 18 at the time, so I was very, you know, Im- impressionable. Meaning, something like this, you see an eviction notice, you're like, "That's serious," and you get scared, you know, and you don't have like the, you know, I don't have the wisdom that I have now to actually question what the fuck she said to me. I I walk into this joint right, and I sit down, and she's like, "Okay," so I'm I'm like, "What did I do? What, like, what's what's the issue here?" And she goes, "Well." You you were spotted, you know, coming back to the apartment late one night, and you were high and drunk. And at that point, you know, like I said, I'm like this, like I'm I'm out of my element because I've never dealt with shit like this before. So I'm like, uh, okay, but the, like, you ever have an argument with somebody, and then like ten minutes after the argument, you think of a great comeback, and you're like, fuck, I wish I would have said that at the time. It was one of those deals. And I'm like, you know, so after I got out, I'm like, wait a minute. So what? So what if I'm fucking high and drunk? Who gives a fuck? You know, it's got nothing to do with nothing. And then I found out 
that those two co-conspired against me. I found this out through a third party that they wrote a letter. Okay, so the plan was get the apartment. Okay, and then I'll kick him out and I'll move you in. That was the plan from the rip. All right, so th- this whole thing was like a, con- a conspiracy against me, right? So I thank God, like my dad was away for for a couple of years. Like thank God he was back because I like I would have had nowhere to go. Like I didn't have money at 18 years old to drop three months rent and, and get furniture and all that shit. You know, so I moved in with my dad. But so I, you know, like I said, I found out that like he was basically stabbing me in the back. Which, which that could have been a talk. That could have been like, a, hey man, let's sit down and talk. Like, listen, like her and I want to start a life together. E- either we'll move out, or you can move out, or look for a place, or whatever. Like you could have, you could have done it, you know, in a more cordial, fucking upfront fashion, more stand-up guy type fashion. But no, you went and did that, and we were like best friends, you know. So, one night we were we're at my friend Matt's house. This dude that I used to, you know, hang out with back then, and we're sitting there drinking. And Chuck was there too. And I said, somehow he came up. We, we started talking about him and he's, and, and he's like, well, he's like, are you surprised? He was like, you know, like, you know, that he owes me like $750. So I was like, what, what? He was like, yeah, he was like about a year or two ago, we, he and I were going to sell acid together and he didn't have any money. And I had, you know, I had money to get, you know, so I got two sheets of acid and I gave him one and I said, look, you know, sell this and then give me my money back and then you keep the rest. It's like you can make like 1500 bucks, you know, spending 750, right? So he sold them all and didn't pay the guy a dime. He just, he just kept the money, which was another level of fucking scumbaggery. All right. So now we're sitting there, you know, we're, we're talking about that. And the more and more we're drinking, we're drinking, we're drinking. And I said, like, we, we got to get this fucking guy, you know, like we got, we got it. Like he can't just, cause here's my thing. I'm not the kind of guy. That like I I'm I'm never gonna like let you get over on me and just and just you think that I'm not gonna do anything about it, you know? Like one way or the other, you're gonna fucking pay. And this was pretty serious. I mean, you're you know, you're basically kicking me out of where I'm living. Like that's that's you know, you gotta pay for that, especially the way that you did it. And now you owe this guy money, right? So we get in a fucking car, right? <laughs> now you gotta keep in mind. They had one car, the two of them. I think he sold his car for something. I forget, but they had one car and she got like rewind back to graduation in 96, which you guys know I aptly did not attend. All right. Her parents brought her a, a, a brand new Hyundai Elantra. And it was like that ugly, like teal lime green color. It was just an ugly car. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to fucking, we're going to smash the fucking shit out of this thing. You know, like they're going to pay. You know, okay, great. You, you, you kicked me out. Now you have like your, your live a happily ever after going behind my back. Well, here you go. So the apartment complex, you know, like the property divider was like a wooden fence. And then like over that fence was like another neighborhood. So I told Chuck, I said, look, you know, just go on that side as close to the fence as you possibly can be in the go-go position. This way we hop the fence. We're fucking out of here, you know, and he did it, you know, you know, and we go over. Now, me me and Matt did not have, like, a huddle over exactly what we were going to do. And, like, you know, each of us were going to do. We just had it in our heads what we were going to do. So I, I had a knife, right? So I go over, and I get to the passenger side rear tire, and I stabbed it, right? And then right next to that, like, the back door, I, I stabbed that, and I ran the knife all the way up to the front tire on the paint. What's she doing with that big-ass key? Oh, shit. Right now, dragging the shit out of it. 
And I stabbed the front tire, and then I go run around you know, the other side, and I did the same thing on the other side. You think that was bad? <laughs> this fucking dude, Matt, man. He jumps up on the hood and then jumps straight in the air and then just, like, slams his feet on, like, stomps his feet onto the hood and just caved it the fuck in. I was like, damn. <laughs> right? Then... He, he did the same thing to the windshield and nearly fell into the car because the whole windshield came off. Like, it wasn't like he just broke the windshield. Like, he took it off. <laughs> then he jumped onto the roof of the car and did the same thing he did to the hood and caved that fucking thing in. And then he jumped off the roof and did it onto the fucking trunk. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, with just with your feet, you, you have totaled this vehicle. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. The vehicle got totaled. And we just, and we took off, right? And so we jump into the car, we take off. And then I woke up the next morning and I, I, you know, again, I was young. I was fucking scared shitless. I'm like, dude, what if we get caught? You know, what if we get caught? And then, and then, you know, I I called my friend Matt, like flipping out. He's like, he's like, dude, there's no way that we're going to get caught. Like it was at midnight, you know, nothing, just relax. It's going to be fine. And then I, and then I got a message from Lou and he's like, listen, man, just, you know, just own up to it because, you know, one of our neighbors saw it, you know, and, and said that they noticed you and your jacket and you did it and all this other shit. And I went and right there I was like, I just caught you bullshit because I was like that entire apartment complex. OK, and I, I'm not exaggerating the entire I'm surprised they let us in <laughs> the entire complex was Mexican. And none of the three of us ever interacted with anybody ever. You know, nobody said nothing to nobody. It was like everybody just went on their merry way and did their own fucking thing. So I'm like, you're lying. I'm like, so so I'm supposed to believe that one of these people that live in this building who don't know me from a can of paint, okay, happened to be looking out the window at like 1230 at night and say, hey, I know, what's going on. I know that guy. I know that guy. He used to live here and they got him evicted. I, I remember he was drunk one night. He was high coming home. And he was wearing that jacket. I, 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 I know that jacket. It, it was him. And I'm going to go tell the other guy. He would never even know how to, who, like, he wouldn't even be able to correlate whether we all live together. It was, it was the biggest bullshit story I've ever heard in my life. And, you know, just like I always say, stick to the story. <laughs> stick to the story. I never owned up to that. However, we started, you know, hanging out again, like I said, 20 years later. And they had a kid together like they they lived in virginia for like you know like 20 years and then he's like after he got divorced he moved back in with his parents right and so she had to like pick the kid up one day or drop him off or some shit i fucking forget and he and i like pulled up to the house together and like she was like waiting there and i'm like jesus crowd gotta see flower girl again 20 years later vh1 where are they now you know and she gets out of the car and she's like don't touch my car dude and I was like, yeah, I fucking did it. <laughs> and I hope it caused you fucking, you know, displeasure because you almost kicked me out. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to let you get over on me. Like, it's it's just not going to happen one way or the other, you know. And, you know, that's that's what I'm saying about this bitch. You know, like, like don't think, <laughs> you know, don't think I, w- I will not. Because like I said, you took $2,500 off of me. Because, like I said, it was it was a call that like I was going to get nominated for an award, and you give me like the worst fucking department score ever. You're t- you're, you're blatantly taking money, and you know it because you worked in that department. And you know 
how the bonus structure works. You've taken $2,500 off me, and I know you're not going to pay me. We got to get square one way or the other, okay? One way or the other, this has to get evened up. So that's what I'm saying. I I just, it really, it ruined my fucking day. It actually ruined the rest of my week. I, the next day, I didn't even log in till like 1130. I, I texted my boss. I said, I'm logging in when I log in, you know? And he knew, he knew I was pissed off. And then I logged in and he was like, I, need, I, I said, bro, I'm just telling you right now, you know, like I, I'm still fucking pissed off about that. I'm going to be for a while. He's like, I understand. Now, now the thing was, you know, my manager, he always has my back. You know, so he he sent that all the way up the fucking flagpole because he was basically saying like this bullshit needs to stop. You know that like she is costing the entire department money every single quarter for petty shit, and it needs to stop. This has been a known issue for like the last ever since she's been there, right? So he sent like the email because the the sales rep sent my you know the email to to my to my manager, but he also you know sent the snippet of him voting for me for that for that award. And then he attached that to an email and sent it like to his manager's 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 manager, you know, because this is a prime example. Like this is fucking bullshit, and it's it, they're just taking money, and I'm not gonna fucking have it. Fuck that. Either either you know either shit's gonna change, all right, or you're gonna be in the market for a new vehicle, and that's that. Like that's <laughs> I, I hate that I hate to sound so brash, but that's what it is. Like you are not going to get over on me. You're not going to fucking take twenty five hundred dollars out of my pocket in Joe Biden's America, and think I'm just going to lay down and 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 you can sit there and play God. Not happening, bitch. Try washing your hands after you take a shit. You fucking scumbag. Fucking pink eye. Fucking poop face. <laughs> I'm about to hit her with an 80s line, too. You want to cry? I'll give you something to fucking cry about. Fucking cunt. But it is time for the get off my lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get off my lawn. Now, let me just see here. Oh, okay. This is something that wasn't always a thing. This is this is a, I want to say like between 2010, like 2010 till now. What I'm trying to say is people are acting more and more crazy when they're out in public and just doing things that you just shouldn't do. Like I never saw this before. Now, I'm going to give you two instances, right? And one was, you know, a very rare occasion was me being in a Wawa because I was I was coming home and I was I meant to go to the supermarket to grab Coke Zero but I forgot and I I just you know I wanted to get something quick even though you're going to pay twice as much (laughs) right so I go in there and I'm looking around like I was thinking maybe they would have them like in the soda case but they didn't right and then so I, I had to go like walk and find the aisle where the shit is like you know in bulk or whatever as they do in Wawa right I, I couldn't, well, I can't say I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this, because like I said, like these, this generation, man, like they, they just be, they'll be doing anything out there. Like it's just, they don't, they don't give a shit. You know, remember I told you about how people like talk loud on their cell phone, like in a public place, like nobody gives a shit what people hear. You know, we, we were a lot more guarded back then. Like we didn't, we didn't openly share shit, you know, the way these people do, they'll just be in public, not giving a fuck. All right. 
Now, this was the most bizarre thing I, I, I may have ever seen. Uh, this was really fucking strange, and I'll tell you what. You'll, you'll get it in a minute, right? So I'm like the guy walks. This guy walks in the store. I'm still looking for, you know, like a 12-pack or a six-pack, you know. And this guy comes walking in, all right, this black guy. Now, what'd that black motherfucker do? <laughs> Just having you refer to the Bill Burr reel, you know. Anyway. He walks into the store, you know, wearing AirPods like like every freaking kid does these days. Like everybody's got AirPods in because, you know, why pay attention to anything that's going on in the universe? Right. And he comes in and he was singing loud. I'm talking about like, like if you walked into a Wawa and said, like, can I have your attention, please? Like to everybody, like he was he was he was that loud. OK, but that that's the, that's not what it was. The kicker is what he was singing. You ready for this? He was singing Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Now, there's two reasons why that might be a little bit unusual. <laughs> okay. Number one, is Three Doors Down like black people music? It's not. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can go to any of my black friends and ask them if they if they like Three Doors Down. And they'd be like, what the fuck is Three Doors Down? Right. And two, he was singing it like it came out yesterday. He walked in the door. I, I shit you not. He comes out of the vestibule and he walks in, right? And he's walking around. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? And he's like like getting into it. The whole place stopped. Even the people making sandwiches, the, like everybody just looked and they're, and they're looking around like befuddled. Like they had this look. Everybody did. We're like, what the fuck is this? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like the guy has to know this is not normal, Right. So I'm sitting there, I finally get the Coke Zero, and I, I get I go to get in line. Now I'm third in line, and he is at the cashier getting getting whatever the fuck it was that he was getting. Okay. There was a lady behind him, and then I was behind a lady, and then there was a couple behind me. Now you know me. When when I see goofy shit like that, I gotta gauge the room. I gotta I gotta see what other people are thinking about this. I'm like, this is not normal. Like, it's one thing to whistle to yourself. Or if it's one thing to like hum, but this guy full blown came in like he was at a Kiss concert. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. And again, this is one of those things where it's like you know the cashier. If I was that cashier, I would have been like, "Sir, you know, knock it the fuck off," because he was like having a transaction with her. He was having the transaction with her. You stumbled in and bumped your head. If not for me, then you be dead. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me right now. Like this is not happening. Right, the whole fucking place stopped. So the guy's like, so then he gets his change or whatever the fuck it was, grabs his shit, and he's still singing the fucking song loud as fuck, walking out the door. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, that guy actually thought that that was normal. That's what today's people do. They think that that is actually fucking normal, and it's just not. You know. So I, so so the lady in the couple that was standing behind me, like they, they were like, that was fucking unbelievable. And I turned around, I'm like, that's that's 2023. Like that's that's basically what what you see. I said, you know, 20 years ago, you'd have never saw that. You'd have never saw that. And unless it was Wawa at 2.30 in the morning, which everybody's drunk and then all bets are off. I'm just talking about plain middle of the day bullshit. Now, last week, I was picking up Chinese food. And I, again, see, I'll give you an example, like Karen's, okay? Karen's weren't always a thing. This was a thing as of maybe five, six years ago. Now, there were always those people since the beginning of the time that want to, you know, 
speak to the manager for some shit. But I'm talking about like these crazy, crazy Karen people who will like lay in front of a car, you know, because they're going to call the cops. They don't want you to leave. So they'll lay in front of the car and threaten you to run them over or dare you, I should say. That wasn't always a thing. All right. Now I go in to pick up Chinese food. Now, if you guys remember, I've told you about this Chinese restaurant a couple times and how these people operate. Okay. What that Asian motherfucker do? <laughs> so the lady, you know, like the front man, you know, she's the front man, the lady. And she she has this thing with tone. Like she just, I have to get out of here by another 10 minutes. Huh? Say, huh? I didn't get him. Like she's just, it's like she's screaming at you. But, but you understand she really doesn't mean anything by it. You know, like that's just the way that she knows English. She's nice. You know, like, believe it or not, she's nice to me, but she's yelling at me. <laughs> I know how to take it, you know. So I walk in there and it's a very small waiting area, you know, that you go in there. And a lot of the times I go in, I'm alone, thank God, because I really don't want to be packed in like sardines waiting for Chinese food, you know. So there was three people in there, which is usually, an, it's an unusual amount at one time, you know. And there was one guy, he's talking, he's talking. Now, first of all, let me just tell, let me give you a visual of this guy, all right. He's got, he had like a track suit on that had like a red, white, and blue type of like color scheme to it, Right. And I was greeted by neon green fucking underwear because his fucking, you know, he, he was wearing his pants, you know, to his knees. Like it, it, I'm seeing this whole fucking boxer shorts. Again, I will say this a million times. Why do people, first of all, it's not comfortable. It cannot be comfortable. Like, because you have no, like, you know, it's, it's narrowing your legs. You don't have like that, that wiggle room that you would have if, you know, if they're pulled up to where they're actually supposed to be. How do you even walk? And second of all, no, not one person has ever said that looks good. I don't want to see your fucking skid marks. Pull your pants up. So as I walk in, him and his boxer shorts are being wrung out. And, you know, she gives him like the slip to sign. Now, there is a sign that's clearly posted on like, because they have COVID glass up still. And it's there's a clear sign on there that says credit cards, you know, like, you know, minimum for a credit card is 10 bucks. Like we're not going under $10. A lot of places do that because they fucking bang you on the head for the processing fees. I get it. You know? So, like, she's giving him the slip to sign, and then he decided that he wanted to add, like, a soda onto it. And he'd already been rung up, so it was like, you're either going to pay cash or, you know, no go, right? So, he he decided that he wanted, he's like, yeah, let me get let me get a Pepsi, too. And and she was like, and she goes, like, 70 cents, and he goes to give her a card, and she points at the sign. She's like, no, not under $10. Can I get under $10? And he's like, no. Nah. And he's like, he's like, that's the, he's like, that ain't my fault. He's like, you were too quick. You were too quick when ringing me up. You made the mistake. You made the mistake. You made the mistake. He kept on repeating himself. I'm like, this is not a mistake. This is you. You decided that you wanted to add something on, and and you know, and she was like, okay, seventy cents, seventy cents. He's like, I don't got change on me. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. You moved too fast. You moved too fast. You rung me up too fast. I'm like, so wait a minute. She's supposed to just read your mind that you you know got rung up and she's like you know before i run this credit card is there anything else that you need do you want like a soda do you want anything like you know anything else you want to add on no you you decided that you were that you know too late you were too late you don't have to fucking change you lose you know and and then so finally like the guy like like one of the guys in the back like he saw that there was like a situation going on because this guy was being a dick and and he had like he was in the wrong there was no question about it and i even looked at the two guys you know because me i got to read the room I looked at the chairs behind me and they're like looking at each other like dumbfounded like what the fuck this guy is so wrong and he's actually screaming about it you know much like I say like when you know if you cut somebody off and they catch up to you and start yelling at you you're like fuck you it's like one of those deals 
right? So finally the guy comes up and he's like, you know, he's, he spoke as broken English as the lady did. And, and he, like, he just wanted to appease the guy. He just wanted them to shut up, you know, because he didn't want people seeing this shit. And just, I get it, you know? So he's like, I, he's like, give me the card. I'll, I'll just, I'll ring you up, uh, you know, give me the card. I'll, I'll ring it up for 70 cents. He's like, is that cool? You cool with that? Is it okay? <laughs> you know? So he says, yeah, you know, he grabs a soda. So basically the guy lost money ringing him up because I'm sure the processing fee is more than 70 cents, you know? So the guy lost money just to appease this guy who was already in the wrong, right? And he sits down. So now he sits down. The lady goes to me, like, can I help you? And she knows me, you know, I'm very easy. You know, I go up and I'm doing that thing. So while she's ringing me out, he, he just wouldn't let it go. He just would not let it go. He's like, that was wrong. That was wrong. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. You shouldn't have rung me up that fast. You, you rung me up too fast. I didn't even know what I wanted yet. You, you rung me up too fast. You wrong. You wrong. And your attitude, you got to watch your attitude. You're going to lose business. You're going to lose my business. He's telling her how to run a fucking business when he's got holes in his sneakers. Like you're, you know, you're gonna lose, like I, I hate when people say that like learn how to do business or you're gonna lose my business or fucking blah 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 that that place has been there for years. You know you think you think people are gonna fucking just like you know you're the he was he was just the asshole that's all I'm gonna fucking say but I'm sitting there as I'm ringing up and he keeps on yapping and yapping and yapping he's sitting in a chair at this point and, and it just popped into my head I'm like what would happen right now. If I just fucking threw a haymaker and and just rocked him, (laughs) you know, like shut the fuck up, you know, like you started the whole fucking problem. This is what I'm saying today. You know, today's society, this is what happens. Get off my lawn. Okay. People go in and and they're in the wrong and they, and yet they, they make the stink and, and the stink is fucking humongous. I just... I can't wrap my head around people and the way that they behave in, in public these days. It, it's just fucking crazy. That and the kryptonite guy. I'm like, what the fuck? And this was, you know, this. All, I think within two days of each other. Unbelievable. It's time for That's Fucked Up. On today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up, that's fucked up. Now, I'm trying to think of, like, which Joe Biden fuck up I wanted to talk about this week because he's made about four of them you know, just in the last five days. But I got to talk about this fucking, you know, this this Chinese balloon. And I'm pretty sure they just found a second one. But here's the fucking thing, all right? You have equipment. This is this is such a poke in the eye to, to this administration. Like, they look so fucking bad now. Like, that, that, that was there, okay, to basically, like, Xi Jinping was basically saying, like, I dare you, Joe. You know, like he's basically testing him to see how far he can get. Right now, this thing was first spotted in Montana. All right. It was spotted and it, and it was heading towards and it went over a one of our nuclear, you know, our nuclear weapon sites and just hovered there. Now, you have equipment to see this balloon and basically what it was, it was surveillance equipment that, that it was attached to. So you can see inside of the balloon, there was nothing. Okay, like meaning like nothing was going to happen if he shot it down. Okay, it was clear. All right. And then it made its way across the continental United States. And then, oh, by the way, made a quick stop in Missouri to one of our other military bases and hovered there for a while. Before it went all the way through South Carolina and then into the Atlantic Ocean. And then six days later, they shot it down. That was basically Xi Jinping testing Joe Biden and he failed it miserably. It, it it's it's too, it's beyond it's beyond 
embarrassment and it's beyond ridiculous at this point what this fucking guy is doing that as soon as those montana people you know called up whoever the fuck it was that they called up and said that there's a you know it's a balloon from fucking china they should have been shot down immediately there's no way for over a five-day period it should have just like you know because balloons don't move fast you know i saw joe dirt when he got into that dentist balloon and fucking flew across the country that that doesn't happen overnight five days they let this thing fly over from from montana to south carolina in five fucking days and and you didn't shoot it the fuck down you you pretty much told the whole world that you're a pussy is is basically what it is and it's that, that was just so mishandled much like every fucking thing else that he does because I was going to play this one thing where two 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 different clips where you know again a side by side lie. I'll play that for you maybe next week or something like that. Like he says something in 2022 and then 2023 he says the complete opposite thing and it's a bold faced fucking lie and it's like proof. But man, I'll tell you, <laughs> it's it's unbelievably crazy. And then like all these you know these classified documents and all this fucking bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just. I I don't know. I don't even know what to fucking say. But the fact, all right, that again, one of our enemies, it was the same thing with Russia invading Ukraine, okay? They He didn't stop that from happening. He could have. If he had balls, he would have talked to Putin and said, like, try it. Like, try it and watch what the fuck happens. No, he just, he let that in because, again, he's, you know, he's in bed with Zelensky and, and you know, he goes over there and launders money and does all kinds of shit. You know, and the thing is, is like Zelensky's got him right by the balls because he pretty much says, you know, like I have so much shit on you. It would ruin your fucking political career and it would ruin your life because you'd be in fucking jail for the rest of your life. However long he's got left, six, eight months. I don't fucking know. Guy looks dead already. You know, so basically it's like, okay, well, you know, I I have to give him billions of dollars a month now or he's going to expose me. And that's what he's doing. He's giving our money away so he doesn't get exposed. Just so you know. All right. But anyway, where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> no, just the fact, the fact that you can like, you, you can do that. You can allow that to happen. You know, the second that you heard about it, you didn't fucking act on it. You let it go across our country and, and basically surveil a nuclear base that we have and another military base that we have in Missouri. That's fucked up. And, you know, I got to give you guys a public service announcement too, because I was... <laughs> On the way to Sam Ash to go pick up this thing that I'm on right now, okay, I I think I was two blocks away from my house. I came to a four-way stop. You ever get to a four-way stop and you get there simultaneously with the car that's going to be in crossing traffic, right? And it's like whoever kind of gets there first goes. But if you both come to a complete stop at, a, at you know at the same time, you know now you're in a pissing contest. It's like who's going to you know who's going to wave who? And usually like you both wave each other at the same time right or you get you get this and this is what happened to me you ever get the person that like you wave to let them you know to let, like yeah go ahead and then they're like no you go ahead and then they'll you know they'll <laughs> they'll wave you and now you're in a you're in a mexican standoff <laughs> you know like like so it's like i'll wave you go ahead no no you go ahead and i'm like no you go ahead no you go okay all right thanks and then you both concede and you both wave one then you both start going at the same time and then what happens you both stop, and then you're right back in the same fucking position that you are. Oh, you go. No, you go. No, you go. Okay, we'll both go. Okay, we're going to stop. We're going to do <laughs> So my, my public service announcement is this. If that happens, just go. You know, like you're not you're not a dick. If, if like if you wave them and then they wave you, okay, fine. You, you conceded. I'm gone. 
You know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, like, but people, no, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. We're going to sit here at a fucking stop sign for, for three and a half minutes to determine who's going to go and possibly crash into each other. No, you just go. <laughs> that's it. That's that. Case closed. And that's that. Now, I got to go after somebody who's on my list who I've already gone after on this show a few times. But I saw a clip and I, I was very annoyed. Now, and it's Trevor Noah, just so I keep the suspense going before I go on this little rabbit hole here. <sighs> Trevor Noah, like, okay, you can tell it's very, it's very obvious when, when the comedy bit is not natural. And what I mean by that is you, you guys know how I roll. You know, I, I do a list. I accumulate things as things happen, or I'm reminded of, you know, a, a, an old story of mine, which I told you, you know, today, as a matter of fact. And last week and all these other weeks that I do this shit. But like all of my shit is it, it comes to me naturally. It comes to me organically. I, put it this way. I don't ever have a time where I'm sitting there on like Friday and I'm like, I only have 20 minutes worth of material. Make something up. Because that's not natural comedy. You're It's forced. Okay. And this fucking guy. It, oh man. I always say people have these punchable faces. But this dude, he he, he might take the factory on this one like i he is so fucking punchable this dude and I, I was so glad to find out that he he failed on the daily show he's not on the daily show anymore john stewart did it for 152 years and then he left big shoes to fill and they tried to put it on trevor noah and he bombed he fucking bombed because he's not a likable person he's just it's like again with your accent you know where are you from you, you have like 14 different accents and he's not fucking funny. All right? So it's like bad voice, bad accent, bad face, bad comedy. Why does this guy have a Netflix special? What? But it's just forced comedy. I want you to listen to this bit. It might be a, you know, a couple minutes. But there's no way that he just, you know, he was thinking he was thinking on the fly, okay? And that said I have to make something up. But even if this really did happen, it's still not funny. And that was what they used for like, that's what Netflix used for your trailer. Like usually you got to pull a pretty good fucking bit from a trailer to get people to want to watch it. This was his check this out. Thiessen would get a packed lunch from his mom every single day. I would get money from my mom to buy food from the school tuck shop. We called it right cafeteria. Right. And so what we do is I'd go and I'd buy the food every single day. And it's like, cause my mom, my mom couldn't cook. Right. Well, well she tried once and I was like, don't do this ever again. <laughs> This is child abuse. Just give me the money. So I would buy the food every day. Thiessen, on the other hand, had food that his mom made every single day. And every single day, the meal was curry. I know this because every day, we'd sit down together. Thiessen would open his little lunchbox. He would take out his little can of juice. He'd unwrap his sandwich. And there would be little triangles cut out. And then he'd pull it out. He'd open the bread, look inside. And then he'd scream at the top of his lungs. He'd be like, Curry! Damn it, mommy. Every day. Every day. We'd sit down. I'd have my food. He'd have his. He'd take the juice out of the box. He'd unwrap the sandwich. He'd look in between. He'd be like, Curry! Damn it, mommy. Every single day without fail every day mutton curry lamb curry 
potato curry, every curry you can imagine, but it was curry every single day. Curry! It was my favorite part of the day. Some days I wouldn't even open my lunch for fear of missing the moments. I would just sit there next to him waiting and he'd open it up and he'd be like, curry! And I'd mouth it next to him, damn it, mommy. Like, did you ever just watch a comedian that, or something that everybody thinks is fucking hilarious? Now, now I'm not saying anybody thinks Trevor Noah is hilarious, but there, I mean, there were people in the audience, so some people somehow like him. All right. But like, have you ever not liked one of those people that like a lot of people like, and then you, you watch it and like, you don't even chuckle. You don't even smile. You just have like this face of stone. Like this is not entertaining at all. Now, do you really think now I get comedy's comedy and you, you you bend the truth a little bit or you bend you know whatever just to kind of like add to the story but like that was that like all he wanted to do was say Cuddy! like and I'm sure that happened every single day but that was the bit that Netflix fucking sold that was the bit that Netflix sold for fucking Trevor Noah I I <sighs> I just want to send that guy on his way. Just stop, stop making him a big deal because he's he's not. He's just not. If you don't know who he is, Google him and, and you'll and his face will pop up and you will immediately want to punch it because that's just that's just who Trevor Noah is. And did you hear that accent? Like, what? Where are you from, guy? Like, I don't. <laughs> unbelievable. But that is all I got for you guys this week. And let me just see here right now. You're looking at about well, maybe. I won't know until it's all added up when I upload everything, but you're around an hour and 20 minutes. You got a pretty long one out of me today, but I got to tell you, man, I am just, I am so happy that I figured out again, like I always have these goddamn technical issues. And when I get on the other side of it, I'm just like thrilled. Meaning, you know, the, that SD card problem that I had, like I was really worried about that for like two weeks, but I didn't know what the problem was because it was costing me extra hours to do that. It already takes me so many hours to do. And then with this, you know, I was, it was really bothering me that I couldn't get like my voice to sound the way that I wanted to, because the channel was blown because of all that distortion and all that shit. And I had to make adjustments and I didn't want to do it. So I am fucking thrilled, you know, talking on this new, well, new, but old interface and you know, the channels are right and I'm not getting any clips. I'm not getting any distortion. It sounds like me. I'm back with you guys again. And I'm giving you all this behind-the-scenes shit that I know you guys don't give a shit about, but I tell you anyway. <laughs> but if you need to get a hold of me, Christian, at the crodpodcast.net, you can get me on Facebook Messenger, or you can text or call me if you have my number. I think that was the first time, like, while I was actually doing an episode that I got a message. So I figured I would share that with you, because I did think that misophonia thing was pretty funny. You know, like, people were like, hey, it's Christian's fucking thing. Let me send that to him. <laughs> And as always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. Anyway, uh, we're just rolling right along here, man. I think this is episode six of season three already, man. The time just flies, but until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke, go birds, beat your fucking kids, take care. Hey! <laughs>